pretty sure that's like a good card and I like put it down <laughs> and then I looked it up I was like wait a minute sweet yeah that's so that's definitely the most expensive card I have now it went from like a $60 card to a $200 card that I have well that's pretty cool now the most expensive one I have is 60 but I also have like a ton of ones that are worth 20 to 30 dollars mm-hmm. I was gonna come down early and see if there was that 20 the 25th at Walmart because that's yeah. probably the only thing I was gonna buy they didn't get it from Amazon no I don't trust Amazon yeah I mean I bought Pokemon cards from them and they've all seemed legit you just gotta look at where it's coming from yeah like the seller especially if you like, try to buy like reviews. a shirt or something like that make sure it's not coming from like north or south korea because a 2x on south koreans like an american medium <laughs> yeah. i think i got a 2x on off of wish once yeah same and it came thing. as like a small yeah <laughs> like it said 2x and i got the thing i ordered and i was like huh it's like well this is about a large so <laughs> yeah it was a pickle rick piccolo shirt from which I was like, dang, I'd be really more, I'd be way more pissed off Just if this the most, wasn't three dollars. The most unlicensed <laughs> shit on the yeah. planet. <laughs> it's just crazy they can just sell it on an app that's like so unlicensed with all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But the thing with the buying cards on there is like a lot of people will get a bunch of cards and then t- open the packs and take all the cards out that are worth money and then fill them full of ones that aren't. And then reseal them. Yeah. And then they'll sell the sealed packs. Which I don't. Unopened. I don't know how. Like, people. I've read reviews and stuff. Because I've bought a lot of Pokemon cards off eBay. But I only buy the ones from, like, people who have, like, really good, like, like, positive feedback and everything. But, like, some of them are like, oh, these cards, like, were, like, super fake. They looked resealed. I'm like, how? How do you know if they're resealed? Like, when I open a Pokemon card, it's fucking... <laughs> like, there's no reseal know, on that. There's fucking people out there that go to crazy lengths yeah. to fucking pull a scam off. To where, at the end of it, it's like, for what you got out of the scam, was it really worth it? Depends. I guess it all depends. Some of, it, some of those cards are worth a shitload of money. Yeah, like, <laughs> just like that. I mean, I guess you pull a $200 card out, put the rest back in there, and just resell. I don't know why you try to resell it, it was only three ninety nine. So it's like you're just making that back if it's yeah. like cards in that example. That pack was two forty nine. And then people also weigh the packs. Yeah. Because mm. the, the foils weigh more. Gotcha. So you get a bunch print. of packs that weigh more, then you're like, okay, well these are mine, and uh, I'll sell all these ones. That's why they gotcha. start putting them like behind counters and stuff because uh. they get people there with bring scales and just start weighing shit. But I think Pokemon, like, did something, so now you can't do that. Should just do, like... They, like, put, like, a weighted... Like, I was going to say, put, like, that, just a weight um, in it or something. No, it's, like, the the code card you get, they, like, made that, like, way more or something. So it's, like, way harder to tell. Mm. But, yeah, I was like, cool. Now I'm, like... Becca's like, yeah, but it doesn't mean anything if you don't sell it. And I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> but I do, I like to look at it now. <laughs> and I got, like, an app. It's called Dex, D-E-X. And it, it's, like, they have one for Pokemon. And it, like, tracks every card you've got in, like, the certain expansions and stuff. And then tells you, like, what your whole entire thing is worth and everything like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, they might have one for Yu-Gi-Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it would take me forever to log everything. Yeah, I haven't done it yet. I did every, all of the commons, uncommons, and, like, regular rares. I haven't done, like, the ultra rare stuff that I have that's actually (laughs) worth money. I have thousands of cards now. Yep. This shit gets addicting as fuck. Yeah, I don't, I don't even any. care about like collecting them or anything like that. I just like opening packs. <laughs> opening <laughs> packs is pretty fun. It's like a fucking drug. Yeah, that's fair. Oh god. Just like the anticipation. It's like buying a scratch off. Yeah. Yeah. And there's people who fucking do that for days too. I did that. Cause I had ten dollars and I just did that and I won like fourteen, 
And then I did it again, and I won six, and then I lost it all. I was like, well. I worked with this guy when I worked at the Valvoline, and his name was Tommy. And he was a fucking weirdo, and he was like, oh, yeah, like, thought he was, like, really good and whatnot. And, uh, like, the story has, like, a little, it'll go a little bit, because, like, like, there's a big joke I say to the end of him, too, after he got fired, because he's an idiot. <laughs> but anyways, that was, like, he was one, like, he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, I love fucking scratch-offs. He's like, I'm going over to Beachway, and he's like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I was like, kind of, you should probably, like, you know, not do that with a bunch of scratch-offs and shit, especially because, like, you're always talking about how broke you are all the time. <laughs> And he's like, yeah. He goes, it's bad. He's like, I'll buy scratch offs. He's like, I won't even scratch them. I'll just literally go to the little barcode thing and just see if they win or not. That's what Robert used to do. I was, I was like, like, you have a problem. I was, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I was like, you actually might want to go talk to somebody about that thing. So I was like, you're literally taking the reason of doing it out, which is the, the anticipation <laughs> of the scratching and like the go slow and be like, ooh, ooh. Mm. And then and like, ah. Like, that's what it's for. But here you are talking about how you're broke spending like, uh, like, you know, it had to have been like $20 a day on like scratch off stuff. And he's like, oh yeah, he's like got a couple of winners though. And I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, how much did you spend on scratch offs? He's like $20. And I was like, how much did you win? He goes $22. I was like, right on, man. <laughs> up $2. I was like, you're up two bucks. I was like, you better fucking double it right now. He's like, well, that was my plan. I was like, well, all right. And, uh, but so like that guy also at one time, this is why like, uh, it's like, I went downstairs and he was like fashioned like he like all the new rags that come in in the plastic bags are still all bagged up he like fashioned all those into the corner of like the pit downstairs and like made himself like a little cot looking thing and i walked down there and i was like he's like laying on it in the middle of the day like as work was happening like there's no cars in at the moment but he's like oh i'm gonna be downstairs cleaning i walked downstairs i'm like what the fuck are you doing and he goes oh uh he's like i'm just relaxing for a few i was like you made yourself a little fucking bed i was like are you like what are you i was like are you living on the fucking streets i was like this is what you're doing out here it's like this is fucking work man and i was like and i was like we fuck off a lot but i was like you can't be doing this shit <laughs> and uh, i'll actually cut to another thing real quick so, speaking about fucking off while working there at one point i was like oh i was like i'll whoop all your asses at tony hawk or not tony hawk dave mirror freestyle bmx i brought uh some, one of the kids i worked with brought in like an old school like box 17 inch like tv <laughs> and i brought in an og playstation with dave mirror bmx so we're like literally at work <laughs> on the clock i fucking playing dave mirror <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. it was awesome but anyway so cut back to tommy that fucking idiot who's like sleeping like literally on the clock downstairs like in the bay i was like you're just like i was like you gotta pretend to at least clean or something man come on and uh, he's, like, doing that. And um, so then I, like, went upstairs and, like, telling Ben because he was the one in charge. And that's how you know it's terrible because Ben was the person who was in charge of the whole place. <laughs> Not only that place, he was in charge of three places. They, like, sent him to Colorado to talk to those guys, too. And I was like, Ben. I was like, this is the guy you got doing that, huh? It's like, I don't even think he can drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but so the first initial guy, Tommy, like, has we, you know, I was like, man, I was like, this guy's like, this, like, this fucking guy's literally sleeping downstairs. I'm like, he's gotta fucking go. I was like, I can't keep dealing with this. Cause, like, he worked from, like, on Sundays, I'd be in charge, and he worked for me on Sundays. And it's like, literally the same thing. I was like, I can't keep fucking doing this. Like, I'm gonna fucking beat him up or something. I was like, I'll whip an oil filter into his fucking dome if I catch him sleeping. <laughs> and then, so, like, they let him go, but, like, the owner came in, like, so, like, yeah, he's like, we checked the cameras, and, like, you, like, we literally watched you fashion a little bed into the corner and proceed to lay there for about an hour before anyone came down and noticed you weren't like cleaning because they were upstairs <laughs> and uh so the owner you guys like we're gonna have to let you go and he goes yeah well i understand but he's like as he's like you know shook his hand he goes i just want you to know you're losing the best employee you had <laughs> and, and then eli he's like you wouldn't even know the half of it of what's going on up here and he goes well, how would you know when you're sleeping downstairs on my clock? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I was like, this, I was like, this is the guy who, and that's what he thought. He like literally thought he was the best. Like thought he's like, oh yeah, better than everyone else down here. Best at making a bed out of towels. Yep. Best at losing his job. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so that was like a fucking quick thing. We had let some few people go this week. At my work, we have a point system. You get seven points in a year, like, for attendance and shit. 
And both these people were on their 90-day probationary period still and almost had seven points. Yikes. They've only been keeping track since March. (laughs) Good God. Kind of like, yeah, some people just suck so bad. Well, if it's like my work was, if you were like a minute late, that's like a point. Mm. Yeah, it's half a point. Yeah. But these people were missing days. Yeah, we could all, we could have three no call no shows, and on the third one you'd get fired. And when it was sunlight, if you no call no showed once, you were fired. Pretty much. Unless the supervisor like called you and you were like, "Oh shoot, sorry" or whatever. But yeah, that your company and mine, old company, was are very similar. And like, yeah, they probably the adopted thing. this scene. Mm-hmm. Where's yours based out of? Ohio. Hmm. Mine's Tennessee. East Coast thing. West Coast were way. Is that really last like year. East Coast though? Ohio, I guess. Well, it's where else would you time call zone? It? Is it? It's not the Midwest. Sure. Yeah. That's Is it true. the Mid East? They don't have a Mid East. No, that's true. I guess like. To, like obviously we're not from that side of the country so like it doesn't help but I feel like it would be like right on the verge of being Midwest because uh, like Michigan would be is Michigan Midwest Midwest right well then Ohio Michi- might be I don't think Michigan but I don't see Midwest. how Tennessee Tennessee is like the south yeah that's what I would have thought yeah but it's not really that south southern. it is too it's like barely above Florida it's a state away from Florida yeah but like it's because it's Kentucky and Tennessee right no. No. It's Kentucky's above like Georgia. Texas. Georgia, that's yeah. Right? Yeah. I thought there was another one above Tennessee. I don't or think below so. Tennessee. Uh I think Tennessee's below the Virginias. USA. Right? Or is it above I don't I know. I thought it was below. The Virginias? That's way more above than Tennessee, right? Yeah, oh Carolinas. Yeah, the Carolinas are there. That's the south. Oh, it's Alabama. So yeah, Ge- Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee. Mm. I mean, I'd probably still call out the th- the South. People from Tennessee have got those fucking crazy accents. Fuck. And fucking Nashville's in Tennessee. That shit's not in the fucking Midwest. That shit's the South for sure. You ever seen how people dress for I didn't that? I say it was in the Midwest. No, oh. it was Ohio time zone. What the hell is Greenwich Mean Time? Greenwich? Greenwich. Greenwich. Greenwich, Connecticut. Yes. It's Greenwich. Yes, I know. I always thought GMT was General Mountain Time. What is it? Greenwich Mean Time. Ohio's East Coast, East Time Zone. Tennessee's partly east time zone. Partly central. Hmm. Michigan is all eastern time zone, except part of the lake. One of them. Hmm. Show us how much we know about the fucking the other side of the country. The more you know. Yeah. Where's the, the mantuary? Um... First time back in six weeks. Yeah, we're back for a long time and forever. It's because Zach became a dad, and I figured that was a, exactly what was going to happen happen. He's going to be really busy for like the first month because Becca is just going to have laid an egg and the baby hatched, and she's toast for a while, and now she's probably doing pretty decent. But, um, yes. So Lots happened. Zach's been doing that. Um, the Celtics uh, went on like one of the craziest like comeback runs of like the last like p- couple of decades, and then, shit and then the they match. shit the bed. Game seven. And game seven, real bad. <laughs> um, Jason Tatum rolled his ankle pretty bad in like the first two minutes, so that didn't help. And then with that happening, Jalen Brown becoming the number one primary ball handler was definitely not what you needed to have happen because at one point he had like eight straight turnovers in the fourth quarter. Well, and the Heat just wouldn't miss. Yeah, that and like anyone, yeah, that was the thing. It's like the Heat like played like they did in the first three games, where it's like the whole team just like wouldn't miss a shot, 
But yeah, like it, like part of the one thing that was like the biggest frustration was just the fact that it's like they did good, they did exactly what they're supposed to, and like they didn't get beat by like Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo basically any of the games. But like, there's a guy no one's ever fucking heard of before. Just decides he's the best player that's ever played in the playoffs, and he was like averaging thirty. And his name's like, and it's Caleb Martin, some guy who like is undrafted, like went to four different teams and finally found a role, and is like decided to be the best role player on the planet for. And that, they said too, it wasn't even the playoffs. It was not not even that series. It was like the playoffs. But they said he was probably, like honestly, probably should have been the MVP of the Eastern Conference Finals and not Jimmy Butler because he played way better every game. Yeah, I still I think Denver wins. Denver's too. But yeah, like, I like saw. Dominant. I saw like, a thing. Crazy. I saw a thing the other day. A guy tweeted. He goes, "What Nikola Jokic is gonna do to Bam out of bio in the in the finals is gonna take black people back a hundred years." Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> but that's what I think. I'm like, dude, they're gonna have no answer for Jokic. Like they had or no Murray. answer. They had no answer for Robert Williams. Yeah. Like, like he was one of the highlights of the whole series. Robert Williams had a good one. Yeah. Like, in the fight, like, after the series was over, they're like, why didn't he play more? Like, why didn't they play him more? Like, and that, like, so now, uh, going back to the Celtics game, sorry. But um, that's, like, what everyone's talking about now. It's like, what do they do? It's like, do you think Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have hit their ceiling together? Like, just about final, like, a final competitive team, but can't quite win it? Because I've seen a couple of, like, way too early to overreact, like, trade rumors. One of them was send, like, Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart for Damian Lillard because then Portland could take the number three pick and draft a young guy and start building a team because Jalen Brown's still only 26. Like, he's just about to go into his prime. So I saw that. I saw another one uh, that uh, is to give John Morant a fresh start, trade Jalen Brown to Memphis because then that would solve... Because both of them solve what Boston really needs, which is someone who can, like, handle the ball and has a tight handle and can make, like like shots and get their own shot too but they can actually facilitate so that's like what their problem is is when brown and tatum have to be the guys to initiate everything like being so big and like being wings they don't have the best ball handling as like a guard does but then like their best guard are like was malcolm brogdon who like actually tore his tendon in his elbow so missed most of the series and played bad but he was like sixth man of the year so that was great you know you get a point guard that comes off the bench like Marcus Smart and Derek White aren't like true. Like Derek White's the reason you guys got me. Yeah, <laughs> Derek White's really good. Marcus Smart's still really good too. But it's like those aren't like your guys, like a Damian Lillard or like a Chris Paul. Like those quick, shifty, have a great handle. They're big and bulky. Like Derek White was second team all defense this year. Like had the most blocks out of any guard in the in the league. But so they need like a true point guard with Where's like a handle. Ky- did Kyrie get traded? No, he's still in. Dallas, but that's what happened. Is like you know Boston's tried to answer this question twice. They've got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Then they went out, you know, got Kemba Walker, who played great for like his first year there, and then his next season tore his knee apart again and like was a, never could like come out. So they traded him. Got Kyrie, and everyone's like, great, cool. We got this guy who's like got the best handle in the league, and he's got like can finish at the rim, like can score. He's a champion. He's already won. Like he's hit big shots. Like cool. Then he turned out to be like how Kyrie is now. So, like, that was, like, the first glimpse of him, like, coming out of his shell when he, like, went to Boston and was supposed to be the guy and decided to act like that. So. I, for, I kind of forgot that Kyrie. Yeah, exactly. Boston. So, Kyrie wasted two years there, too. And, like, that's another thing. So, now it's, like, they've tried twice and, it like, ended bad both times. One was injury and the other one turned out to be because Kyrie Irving's a fucking weirdo. Oh, yeah, he still is a weirdo. No, and that's what I'm saying. I was like, he's still a weirdo. Like, he's been talking all kinds of weird stuff for Dallas, and now, like, the uh, last thing I saw was, like, what does Dallas do? Like, do they try to, like, make Kyrie the guy and pay him like he's going to be the guy? Because that's what he's looking for. He's going to go to anyone that can do that. But they're like, Dallas and Kyrie, or, but they're like, Luca and Kyrie didn't really match very well. Well, Luca was going through some weird shit himself. Yeah. He was, like, mental thing was off. It seems like the NBA is way more like lackadaisical about these drama ridden players than the NFL is like right the NFL have, just gets rid of them you're like nah Antonio Brown see ya yeah <laughs> one of the best wide receivers to ever play the game and lost his fucking mind after Vontez Burfick smashed him yeah 
And then same thing with Le'Veon Bell. Oh, bye. You yeah. fucking. The only thing up. I can think about that is although those two guys are like were at the top of the game, like uh, like at the top of the game when they were in their primes and whatnot. But the only difference I can think would be just the sheer fact that the basketball pool is so much smaller for someone with so much talent. That's about the only reason I could see why. I guess, but if the guy never plays, is, is right, there actually talent? That's a good point. As I say, when you get a guy like Kyrie who misses half the year for being ignorant, then same with John Moran. Holy shit. Whoa. Hmm. I was trying to think of other... Like, they've cut... The NFL's cut people out of their prime or close to prime for even smaller things like Des Bryant was never really given a second opportunity after Dallas. No, he got put on the Saints and yeah. did nothing. Didn't he sign? They didn't want him to do anything. Oh, no, he, he tore he, his shit in yeah, practice. Like, okay, and then he signed for Baltimore. That's right. Caught a couple passes at the end of the year and then they didn't bring him back. They keep bringing OBJ back. Yeah. I know, it's kind of the same thing now. He's kind of turning into that, too. He's just getting hurt and talking shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Packers camp looks pretty uh, uh, different. Like, everything I've seen is just like, how, like, literally everyone's like, it just feels different. It feels weird. Like, not weird in a bad way, but weird in a good way because it feels way less businessy because the team, like... Like, like, Mason Crosby's gone now, too. But, like, one of the oldest guys on the team now is David Bakhtiari, who's, like, 29. Like, the team is super-duper young. Um, uh, everyone's, like, actually, like, super excited. There's, like, everyone is at OTAs. Like, like, even, like, Jair Alexander and stuff. Like, the guys you wouldn't think would be there are there. So that's kind of cool. Bakhtiari's there. Like, they said he's already, like, be a full-time starter again after... He played a little. He played here and there a bit last year, but didn't really. Hell, he's only on snap count, so it's like he's trying to get his legs back under him after his big injury, which I get. But. But. Uh, uh, the draft happened while we were. Yeah, the draft too. happened while we were away. Green Bay. Uh, their draft was okay. Like their uh, one actually a couple of the guys. I'm excited for one of the guys, uh, but their draft was pretty decent. Their first pick, which was the number thirteen, they drafted a guy I wasn't quite expecting. But they uh, they got a position of need, especially after next year. They got a stud uh, pass rusher from uh, was it Michigan? A big the no, it wasn't Michigan. Might have been Indiana. I can't quite remember. But he's uh, supposed to be pretty good. But uh, one of their st- uh, starting outside backer uh, hybrid down guys is uh, it's the last year of his deal, and they're probably not going to bring him back after this year. Preston Smith. But so uh, they got him, and then their second and third picks, they went back-to-back tight ends. So they got the one from Oregon State, the Musgrove, the big white kid who's actually pretty good. And then they got the, I think, Tennessee's tight end. But they both of them are like, everyone's uh, said in their draft grades, said they should be like, maybe not like top-tier tight ends right away, but they should be able to like be productive players in the league like from the get-go, which is cool. Because they had no other tight end on the roster except for a guy whose name was Tyler Davis, who was the number three tight end last year. Nice. Yeah, so not great in the tight end department because it's two rookies and, a, and like, I think a third-year guy who's been on the cusp, like, the last couple of years because I think he's bounced to the practice squad and back. But it's, like, a position of injury. Like, when Tunyon got hurt, he was a guy who was on the depth chart the whole time. But, uh, yeah, their defense is super young. Their offense is super young. Jordan Love has a cannon. I'm not saying that's going to be good or bad because if you got a cannon, you can't throw it to anybody. It makes no difference. But he aired one 75 yards through the air the other, like, in one of the highlights of OTAs, which was crazy. I didn't realize he could do that. That reminds me, I saw a video on Twitter of Buccaneers camp, and it was like quarterback uh, battle heating up. Baker already in midseason form, and it's him overthrown by 10 yards. Yeah, I saw awesome. like I saw like a bunch of like it was like two or three of the quarterbacks for the Buccaneers it was like let's see who's gonna replace Brady and none of them like threw a catchable pass. Nice. I was like, fuck, dude. Oh, 
I don't even the the Giants drafted a cornerback, then a wide receiver, then I don't remember no. Then an offensive lineman, then a wide receiver. I really want him to get hop. Yeah, he asked to be released and got released. I'm kind of surprised he hasn't been signed somewhere yet. Yeah, because he, I don't even think he's very old. He might be 30. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, how did that, where, it, what was the rumor of something where he might go? I know the Giants are in talk, then there's an, like two other teams that... Yeah, I saw like a headline today, but I didn't uh, click on it. Telling you to shut up. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Um, I seen. I don't. I didn't read it or anything, but I was scrolling and it showed him in a Panthers jersey. But I don't know if that means they're a legit contender. The Panthers have like. The Panthers got a lot of like big name guys, but I feel like they're all in their later years. Like I guess not all. Isn't that where or... Ridley went? Calvin Ridley. Did he go there? No, the Jaguars. Jaguars. Nah, that's right. Yeah, because Adam Thielen went to Carolina. Thielen, yeah. And then... Which is like, Thielen was still good, but yeah, like obviously he's had a couple of down years, but that's because they've got Justin Jefferson, who's arguably the best receiver in the league. Who Kirk Cousins just throws the ball to all the time. Yeah. Yes, it is very nice when he's on your fantasy team. Except those random times he gets like 11 points. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> when Kirk Cousins can't decide he can't really play... For those, mm-hmm. it's prime time. Kirk Cousins can't win, and then he only throws it like ten times. And didn't they like weren't the Vikings looking to trade or release Dalvin Cook too? Yes. Which is so crazy to me because he like had a pretty good year last year. Unless they just don't want to pay him. I thought they did. No, that was the other. Was that the other Cook? Did Buffalo release him? No, he's gonna be the guy. They got rid of Singletary. Singletary. Oh yeah, that's it. Still the biggest one, I know we talked about it before, but is the fact that Detroit just let Jamal Williams go. Yeah. Like, I get Jamal Williams has been in the league for a few years, and but but he just literally scored, like, 12 touchdowns and set the Detroit, or tied the Detroit. I think he broke it, didn't he? he break broke, Barry he Sanders' Barry records Sanders for most record. uh, running back yeah. uh, touchdowns, run, rushing touchdowns. Did they... Get rid of Swift too, or did they just bring in Montgomery, who is basically? I think also no. I think they brought in. I think that was the idea, but then I think they let Swift go too. I think just recently that was something I saw that they released him, or when they brought in I Montgomery, feel like they released him too. Mm-hmm. And they have Montgomery, and then like they got one other guy too. Oh, he's super injured. Yeah, because DeAndre Swift is on the Eagles now. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Because uh, they were all hyped, and I was like, oh, good luck having him. Does that for mean, yeah, isn't Miles Sanders? Miles lines? Sanders is. And I thought he was a Dolphin now. Mm, well, they cut him, too. They, he is not on the Eagles anymore. No, I thought he was a, I thought he's a Lion now. Miles oh, yeah, maybe it was a trade. I thought Miles Sanders. No, he's on the Panthers. Yeah, oh. that's right. Because they got him and Adam Thielen. And they got another veteran guy, I thought, too. Panthers did, like, everything this offseason. Zeke's still a free agent. DeAndre Hopkins. Free agent. He could be a giant. You think uh, Zeke might be a, like someone you could bring in potentially, like to be your within the twenty yard line guy for another year or two? A team like you know Detroit that just let him go, a guy like that go, or like Seattle. It's like Seattle needs a fucking another running back bad. Yeah, but yeah, they they prone. just kill running back careers. There. True. Well, Unless I mean, your name is Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, that's true. Which Zeke and Marshawn are. Similar. I don't know, I don't see Zeke being able to go to Seattle and having a career renaissance. No, though. because they don't have an offensive line anymore. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it is weird, like some of the, like the free agents that are still out there, and then some of them that are getting signed. You're just like, who 
I can't believe Dallas moved on from Zeke. Didn't they just pay him, or was this his contract? I think he had one year left. Because huh. mm. I thought he, he got, like, it because they made, like, fun of Dallas for, like, the contract they gave Zeke, like, because it was super big, and they're like, you don't pay running backs. I think it was two old. years ago. I think it was two years ago. But, yeah, that's what's tough anymore. Like, quarterbacks are so much more important with, like, how the league is moving, transitioning to, like, a run-pass mm-hmm. uh, option-style offense. Who's the Eagles running back then? Swift. Yeah, who's going to be the Eagles running back in week two? <laughs> week two, about quarter two, week one. <laughs> <laughs> What's the know. opening game of the season? I forgot. I saw it. The Lions and the Chiefs? Yeah, I think you're right, actually. I think Green Bay plays the first Monday night game. Uh, no, Aaron Rodgers plays the oh, first Monday Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> that's, what it is. <laughs> that's right. Which I don't know if he was signed the last time we had. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he was actually signed either or not. Yeah, oh well. Everybody knew it was happening. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, writing was, was either going to play for them or not play. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I saw a meme that was funny that it was like, uh, Green Bay never got me the weapons I need. It's like, well, I want to go to New York, but it's like, I have these stipulations. I want all the weapons that Green Bay gave me. Yeah, Alan Lazard and Mercedes Lewis. And Randall Cobb. <laughs> two 40-year-olds and a dud. Yeah, two 40-year-olds and a six slot receiver. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But, um, so that was pretty good. But so. they already had wide receivers. Yeah. They just needed a quarterback to get them the ball consistently. The only thing that kills me now is that now that he's out of Green Bay, he just, like, is, like, putting himself... happy. Well, like, he's just putting himself actually out there. Yeah, like, I don't know, some, some of them look kind of weird. Like, when he's dancing at Taylor Swift, I'm like, this looks more awkward than anything yeah, he's else. He's a Swifty now. That fucking week in the woods brought something out of him or some shit i don't know yeah that's just what sucks is like to have him be like oh basically i'm only gonna show up to green bay to play and then it's like now he goes to the jets and he's like hanging out with all the rookies and going and doing stuff I'm i like, think well. he, he was just done with that organization oh i definitely agree like that one like definitely seeing this like you can tell i mean, that's what everyone said it's like he was like this up until about like four or five years ago which was that then they just stayed there because they kept throwing money at him yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and he took a super downhill turn when they drafted Jordan Love. Like, when they finally were like, oh, my God, they're going to sign a wide receiver. And they're like, we're going to sign another quarterback. Well, he, yeah, he had, like, a down year that year. It was like, what he's – and that's what the thing here. I remember, like, his big quote was like, well, down year for me is an average year for everyone else. Well, not only that, I don't think that's what you meant. I think you meant just, like, the attitude towards it. Oh, yeah. Oh, His yeah. That's when he changed. was really, like – yeah, because they had he had his down year where he had like twenty six touchdowns and like six picks or whatever and like three thousand yards had like an, a decent year but not like an Aaron Rodgers year. Then they had, then they moved up and drafted Jordan Love to be his like you know replacement. Like oh you got one year on your deal left or two years left and we'll like you know well that's probably you know think gonna be it. And then he goes on back to back MVP seasons again. So yeah, how did, and then you. Know, gets paid 50 million dollars for two years to go do that so i don't know kind of tough to turn it down if you're him but yeah he definitely was not he's more spitefully playing those two years than anything else i just think it's funny that they the quarterbacks for the packers just keep going to the jets yeah the last two (laughs) but i mean there's also like gonna go the vikings too that would be pretty awful i don't think so (laughs) That would be sick to see him throw to Justin Jefferson, not going to lie. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I was going to say, the last couple of quarterbacks were going to do it, but then I remember, like, for the last 30 years, there's only really been two, so mm-hmm. and they've both done it. <laughs> two besides, like, a fistful of random backups I had to play through, like, for some injuries. Matt Flynn. Yeah, Matt Flynn, who had the ultimate fleece year because he got fat paid by Seattle after he basically played like he was the best player to ever touch the pro football field as a quarterback who's the other guy osweiler no, no that was denver packer oh i thought you were talking about the other quarterback no. that got a huge deal and then was oh 
<laughs> um, Wasn't he from UCLA or some shit? Yeah, Brent Huntley. Yeah. He came in, like, um, he uh, backed up and had, like, a couple of really good games, actually. And they're like, oh, there's a chance he could do this. And then he went to Cleveland and got paid pretty good and instantly sucked. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that same thing happened. And then there was also uh, Deshaun Kaiser played a couple when Aaron Rodgers was hurt. And he was, you know, just your average backup QB who's actually not your like not your average i guess the average backup qb like is actually around for a long time like i feel like backup qb guys are like always like a lot of them are vets like obviously because they know the speed of the game but it's like you don't realize like, i don't think he's not there anymore but like mike glennon's just on like half a dozen teams as a backup and you have no idea until he comes in because one of those guys gets hurt who's the guy that played for like half the nfl Duh. ryan fitzpatrick no the oh, other guy other guy the older guy, older Ryan Fitzpatrick. Older? I thought he was young. I'm talking. No, I thought you were talking was, about the younger. He's older. Really? I think he finally retired. McCown. Yeah. Oh, Luke McCown. Yeah, he played for everybody. Fitzpatrick played for everybody. I feel like Taylor Heineke is gonna be that guy. Is like the next Ryan Fitzpatrick. Get to a right team at the right time on the right system and like be a starter caliber for like. A team to where you're not, like, the number one guy on your team, but you're good enough not to lose your team the games. And then he'll do that for, like, two years, and then he'll get bounced out to somewhere else because they'll be like, oh, well, we're going to get a guy that we can definitely rely on instead of, you know. Alex Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Shit like that. Alex Smith. But, like, I actually saw a guy, uh, I didn't say anything to him, but I, like, in my head, I, like, I was like, I kind of tip my hat to this guy because he was here, like, watching a Little League softball game yesterday wearing a Taylor Heineke Washington jersey. Now, I wanted to be like, I respect it. (laughs) 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 Because he doesn't play there no more. Uh, Where did uh, Jimmy G go? uh, Vegas. But there's a thing going on with him. He failed his first physical when he got there because his foot's all fucked up. Oh, yeah. And then, um, so there's a chance that if he can't pass it again, then the Vegas can rescind the trade. And not accept it. <laughs> but I think there's like ways and wishy-washy ways to get around it where it's like they can pay a certain compensation for it versus like having it fully rescinded or something like that. But yeah, that's happening right now. So they're waiting to see what's got to go on with Garoppolo. So Vegas literally might not have a quarterback that can play. And what's up with Adams? Is he trying to leave still? No, no. He came out and said, like, he had a meeting and talked to the front office and, like, they worked it out and, like, have an idea of where they want to go and how they want to do it. He's going to go to the Jets. So he said he's commit. He's he said he's fully committed <laughs> and, like, he's got, you know, three years left on his deal at this well, point. he might so. have to play quarterback. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but that was his big going thing. To the Jets. But that was, like, the big quote I saw, like, one of the things he said. He was on some podcast or some interview, like, at, like a barbershop-style kind of interview or something. And they were asking him about, like, how come he want, like, how come he left Green Bay? And he goes, well, honestly, he's like, the year I went off and, like, showed that I could do it, I wanted to be paid the year before that, and they, like, didn't want to pay me. And then I showed out that year, you know, it was, like, had all my shit, and, like, they're like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, so then I went to them, and they still didn't want to pay me, the, and they basically told me they wanted me to do it again, like, prove it to them again, like, for this next year, and then they'll do it. And he's like, no, I didn't want to do that. He's like, I didn't have any guarantees He's like, they wanted me to go out and do it again for another year on no guaranteed money. He's like, if I get hurt, then I'm just out. They're just, you know, going to trade me and release me. He's like, so? He's like, that's why I requested the trade. And he's like, they came at me. He's like, they came at me with a figure. And he's like, it was not as much as I thought I would be owed for the performance I had for that year. And then uh, it's like, so then the guy's like, well, what did Vegas give you? And he goes, 28.5. And he's like, what did the other guys offer you? And he goes, he's, it was like, just, he's like, it was sub 20. And he goes, oh, he's like, it was sub-20? And then he's like, yeah. He's like, and that was that. And he's like, and, you know, Aaron being not knowing what he was going to be doing, too, that was another big factor that played into it. But he's like, but, yeah, he's like, they came at me with that. And he's like, you know, he's like, no no hard feelings, no nothing. But he's like, a business is a business. And he's like, I found better business elsewhere. And then that was the other thing, too. He's like, and then I was able to prove, too, he's like, I could do it again. He's like, I wouldn't have had another outstanding good year last year not playing with Aaron, too. So that helped my case. But, yep, and then he's like, that's what he said. He's like, I hoped. He's like, that first year I asked them to pay me, if they would have gave me that 20, like that sub-20 for the first year, then I would go off. He goes, I'd still be in Green Bay. And I'm like, weak. (laughs) I'm like, you motherfuckers. (laughs) 
and I was like, and that was the thing too. Is like, even if he was still there, you could they could try to spin it too. It's like, yo, you know, me and Aaron, like, we're a business partnership because you know we're ten years apart or fifteen years apart in age. Like, we're not hanging out with each other like outside of the field and whatnot, outside of practice. So then you could try to spin it. It's like, well, so now I got this young, like, the young guy's going. He's like, I'm only, you know, he's like five years older than Jordan Love is. So. But, nope, he got paid, which good for him. Got paid, still showed out with fucking Derek Carr, who got benched halfway through the year and still had... I guess it wasn't halfway through the year. It was like, like two games, games, two or three games, yeah. And they told him not to come back to the facility. Yeah, that, yeah. that was fucked. That's the part that's really shitty, because you would think you'd want him there just for his, like, leadership and whatnot. It's like, hey, we're just going to have you step back. We're going to see what we got with, like, going on. Which is still pretty terrible, obviously, but... He's not signed anywhere, right? Saints. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But they've got it. somebody else too, right? The Saints? Andy Dalton? No. Jameis Winston? Do they still have him? I think they still have Jameis Winston. This is the same guy twice. Derek Carr's better than Jameis Winston. Yeah. Yeah. At least He's Derek like, Carr's better than like Jameis Winston. five less interceptions. He's like five ten less, less inter- interceptions. Five less interceptions <laughs> and ten less fumbles. Yeah. That's fair. That's the thing. Derek Carr, yeah, he does make a bad a, a lot of bad ill advised choices. Kinda like James Winston. At least Derek Carr won't do it while he's backpedaling like at full speed and then tries to bomb to somebody like Jameis will. He was mm. never able to break himself of that. He had the potential to be so good, but he could never break himself of trying to push too hard or trying yeah, to like do too much. Like Five thousand yards, but he threw 30 interceptions. And then he yeah. went to the Saints and it looked like they finally broke him of that. And then he, and then and he was like, like nah. mm, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about like, this. Oh, he got eye surgery. Oh my god, he can see, he can play. Well, he came out and then absolutely torched Green Bay that first game of the year. So yeah, it was like 32 to 3 <laughs> or 6 or some bullshit. Holy shit. And everyone's like, famous Jameis. And then he went straight back to being like, oh, I'm being tackled. Let me go ahead and whip her. <laughs> I'll throw it straight up in the air as high as I can. Someone will come down with it. But yeah, whatever happened to Michael Thomas? Uh, toe. Still? Yeah. He, I think he's coming back this he year. Had to get a fucking cut off or something? No, turf toe. Oh. Apparently, yeah. it's a three-year. Did he ever thing. even play a game last year? No. Did either? So that's year two years that? without playing, right? I think he might have played. He played like two weeks, like the year before that, I think. And Sounds like re-aggravated weird. it. Who's on hard knocks this year? I don't think they've said. It should be soon, though. Yeah, I thought it would have been by now for sure. I don't think they've said. Maybe they did, and I just forgot about it. If it was someone we didn't care about. Uh, Well, as of April 4th, four teams were eligible for hard knocks. Only four? And... Three of them don't like seem like they don't want oh three of them seem like they don't want to do it yeah they have a, there's a formula so like you know there's three rules if you uh, your team doesn't have to be on the show for these three rules applies to them if you have a first year head coach if you have a playoff berth in the last two seasons and if they have appeared on hard knocks in the past ten seasons so if you've been, if you have one of those three rules, you don't have to be on hard knocks. Uh, Broncos don't have to do it because they have a new head coach. Um, They'd be boring that anyway. Be, yeah, that'd be interesting. So because well. <laughs> Russell. Yep. Well, I mean, one of them, I'm sure they wouldn't want to do it, but one of them would be like probably really good TV because of what's already been going on. But the four options are the New York Jets, the Chicago Bears, the New Orleans Saints, or the Washington Commanders. No one cares about the Commanders. Nope. But yeah, that's like, so the article even says the obvious choice here would seem to be the Jets, who will instantly become one of the most fascinating teams once uh, they, like, once the trade for Rotten, so obviously this article's a little old. Yeah. But, uh... And Sala would be a cool coach to see. Yeah, so, I mean, and that's probably what everyone would want. Aaron Rodgers is there after his fucking whole thing. and But, yeah, so, Saints, Jets... I already forgot the other two. Bears. Bears. And the Broncos. Broncos. I thought it said the Broncos didn't have to do it. Oh. They got a first year head coach. Uh. God damn it. <clears throat> oh, it doesn't matter. Does 
Washington. Oh, yeah, it was Washington. You're yeah. right. Nobody cares about that. Hey, yeah, no one cares about that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, especially us, because we're on the wrong coast for that. I said it 50 words ago and already forgot about it. Didn't they have a new owner? Or did it... I think uh, that what's-his-name sold through. it. Yeah. But it's like a committee. Yeah, it's like a oh. big... It's like a big thing. I, uh, I thought Bezos was bought it. No, it's like a big chair, chairship or chairmanship or mm. something. I think there's like a bunch of other people that are... Uh, what was one of the ones I saw that was funny? It was... Uh, oh, the Broncos, their new owners, the Walton Group, is like the people who own Walmart, like the corporation. And so like I guess the whoever their coach is went up to one of the players and he goes, oh, you better not fuck off in front of this guy. Because it was like the one of the main proprietor of the Walton Group. And... Uh, he goes, that's the guy who owns Walmart. And he's like, you'll be out there fucking greeting people at the door by the time he's done with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, what else are you guys doing this weekend? Anything fun? Any big plans? Uh, no, not yet. I've got a wedding in a couple weeks. Yep, we, we got to uh, get all everything buttoned up for that. I got to get some dress shoes. I got to get pants. Hmm. I think I found my pants. You don't ne- you don't necessarily have to have dress shoes because I showed Jess what I have. And they're boots. I can show you after this. Were they rather. made for walking? Sure. Sick. Which I appreciate because I not only already have those, but like that's something that I would wear. Like if I had to go buy dress shoes, I'd wear them to this wedding and then never wear them again, probably. Buy a nice pair of loafers. I forget what their wedding attire is. It's theirs? Yeah. Uh, think prom. What is that? That's where a tux? Oh, for you. <laughs> I have to start talking about for us. I don't give a shit what you have up to wear. Burgundy. Yeah, we gotta wear black suspenders. We got a bow tie. Burgundy shirt, black suspenders, a black bow tie. It's very dark for yeah. a summer wedding. Yes. It's going to be hotter than fuck. Is it outside? Do you know? I have no idea. Me either. I didn't know jack shit really until she texted us that. That itinerary thing? Yeah. Yeah, me neither. I was like, oh, sweet, we're having tacos. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had no idea either considering (laughs) I had. At one point I texted you to see if you had any stuff and you're like, I don't even know what's going on. (laughs) And I'm like, fantastic. (laughs) Cody told us he didn't want to have a bachelor party, so that was kind of weird. Yeah. Why? He just said he didn't want one and he was too busy. Mm-hmm. I was I mean, like, you could have had one like I had. Well, th- that's, the, that's what we him, said. I asked him, well, do you want to like just get together with the guys and have some beers and food or something? And he said that he would probably do that. But well, if, if you this guys, weekend probably is the last weekend that we could. If you guys want to invite me, I am fully available. <laughs> and I have been known to get drunk at nine thirty in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, after, after we got laid off, we all went to the bar. That's awesome. So it was I, at how, eight in the morning. What was that like when you guys like when they said See, uh, thanks for everything? See you later. Pretty much, they gave us our packets, told us what to do with it, so we can get our like severance, and we we're like, all right, well, bye. And so then we all like went outside the gate. And then we're like, we're going to Tip Top. And I'm like, oh, sick. <laughs> and so I went there and ordered a beer, and it was, I got a tall boy. I was like, oh. And then I was like, how about I get some food? And so I ordered some biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and, and gravy and beer. And then the supervisor showed up, bought everyone a tequila shot. Oh, God. And then I magically got another tall boy, and I was like, oh, shit. And Robert's sitting across from me. He's like, I'm on my second rum and coke. <laughs> And they're doubles. <laughs> and I haven't eaten anything today. I was like, no oh, shit, Jesus it's nine Christ. in the morning. So he got biscuits and gravy too. Yikes. That's awesome. And then I went home and they went they went to Hazeldell Lane's, drank more. <laughs> the old classic bowling yeah. alley bar. And then they went to Megabyte and drank more. And then Robert's like, he kept, Robert... His wife had to like come pick him up and drive him around. I was like, "You're all drunk, aren't you?" He's like, I could drive him. <laughs> it's like, no, you can't. And then he's like, "You go in the casino later with us, right?" And I'm like, "What are you talking? <laughs> I've been home for eight hours, bud." 
Jesus Christ. That's awesome. But yeah, one of the guys at Tip Top like came up to our group and was like, so I gotta ask, we come here for breakfast every day, and what job do you work at where you can go to the bar and start drinking at 8 in the morning? And we're like, oh, we all just got laid off. He's like, so you're celebrating getting laid off? We're like, yep. <laughs> it's like, well, we got more than laid off. Our company folded. So yeah. uh, <laughs> we all, it's like, we all got a severance just now, so we're getting hammered. That's all right. Supposedly the longshoremen over in the East Coast, like the old longshoremen's union, uh, all those guys would literally uh, go tie one on before they started their shift at the old uh, pulling crates off the ships in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. That that checks out. Yeah. Baltimore. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, other than that, I mean, I I, uh, I got to do a bunch of stuff Saturday for the kid. Like go to a game, and then she's got her dance recitals and stuff. And then after that, I think I might, depending on what time it is, might go up to Paul's house and we do shitty metal Saturday. So that would be pretty cool. And then Sunday, I think I might go get lunch with one of my Longview buddies who I haven't seen in a while. Nice. Oh, yeah. I don't think we really got much plans this weekend. We did a lot last weekend. So. Sid's parents have been in town all week. so. Did a shitload of yard work on Monday. I did some of that myself. I need to go get some new bark for my flower bed. Yeah, we got some, but we need some more. I pulled weeds today and mowed the lawn. Sick. But I, I thought I was being smart, and Dad laughed at me when I told him this. But I like pulled all the weeds and just like threw them in the grass, and then I just mowed over them. Nice. Nothing like getting more weeds. No, they were dead. I sprayed uh, them. I sprayed them and then I pulled them out. Hmm. So that was all. My whole yard's weeds. Grass. Well, it's always green. Yeah. Low maintenance. If I, if I killed all the weeds, there wouldn't be anything there. Oh, I stole some dirt from across the street at midnight one night. Why? <laughs> we, my dad built us a planter box, and uh. we didn't want to buy a, a whole bunch of bags from the store. So I ran across the street in the middle of the night and filled a garbage can full of dirt and then brought it back. I fell, almost fell in the trench on the way. From to, that across the street? Where are we? That's the main. That's the main oh, right there. Okay, that's, a, that's the neighbor. <laughs> that's like I was trying to figure out where we're positioned. Yeah, that's the garage door. That's yes. yeah. Okay, okay. So that makes sense. That dirt. Yeah, smart. <laughs> I would fucking steal that dirt too. <laughs> they ain't gonna use that dirt. Yeah, they got plenty. Yeah, they're we're gonna take it and go dump it somewhere else. Yep, and then someone's gonna sell it as fill dirt. I'm yep. just getting ahead of the game. Nice. Cutting out the middlemen. So that was pretty funny. Covert op mission, middle of the night. Can't believe you use a trash can. I didn't have a bucket. I said use a wheelbarrow. Oh, have a wheelbarrow. I was trying to be incognito. I need to get rid of two of my wheelbarrows because they're real old. I got rid of my wheelbarrow when we moved, or maybe Dad has one. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) He has two. You might have mine, because I do remember I bought a new one, because the one I had that rusted through. Oh, I know what through. I got to do this weekend. I got a charcoal grill, and I'm going oh, nice. to build it and set it up out there, so we got the Blackstone and an actual barbecue. I could probably clean out the smoker Robert gave me and see. I think he said the heating unit was bad, but that's only like 15 bucks to replace. So I have a whole like smoker that's just sitting in my garage. Yeah. And then I need to clean well, the blackstone they use. You got lots of time to fix stuff. Yeah. Yes, uh, Patrick and Natalie are just about to find a place. Yeah? Yeah. Did they get their letter to, for that place? I, I, uh, I'm not sure if he talked to my dad or not. I told him my dad that he was, Patrick would be calling and Patrick said he was going to. So I'm, I'm sure. super bummed. He said that they were all gung-ho about a house that's like right here yeah and then it was gone in like an hour yeah literally gone like like, that would have been sweet to be neighbors right yeah he was that yeah they're doing that and then sid has to she's so mad 
she has to leave to Arizona to go to work for four days because there's one boat that's like the customers are going to be there and be on for a while. So they want her to go to make sure it's like ready to go and 100% ready. So she's going to go there the for... the one that caught on fire? No, it's not that one. That was pretty crazy. Enough. <laughs> but so it's... She goes there for four days, comes back for nine days, and then she has to leave for the whole summer. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. She's pissed. She goes, why do I have to do this? Like, what the fuck? I mean, at least she doesn't have to pay for, the, like, her tickets and stuff down there because they're paid for. But she's like, I really have to go for those four days to just turn right around in ten days to go. And the reason she'll be back for the ten days is because the kid is going to be getting out of school. And then she's going to be here for Cody and Jess's wedding. And then basically the day after that, she takes off. Crazy. Yeah. And we'll be gone the whole summer. And then Patrick and Natalie are going to move out. And I'm going to be literally there by myself. The whole summer. Don't get depressed. Yeah, I don't think I will. I think I'll be all right. If anything, my garage is going to turn into be super sick because I want to have full reign of that sucker. <laughs> yeah, you won't have Funny. to share it with an Audi. Mm-hmm. When, like, Patrick doesn't have m- much stuff in there by any means either. But, like, just having, like, his few things gone and then, like, after he moves out of there, the few things that are over from, like, my dad's stuff still that he needs to, like, come take, we're going to be able to put in his... You can make a game room. That was kind of the idea, but that room's going to be more of, like, storage. Sid wants to put her work, like, a desk in there for work stuff. And then we also, like, she wants to have, like, a guest bed that is either, like, one of those fold-down ones or, like, a Murphy bed or something. Just so that way, like, if anyone does, like, need to, like, come and stay or, like, wants to come stay, there's, like, a spare bed. Weak. I know that's what I said. I was like, yeah, I could put, like, I can get a monitor. I can get a new Xbox or, like, just get a PC because at this point it's basically the same thing. Yeah, I probably won't buy another Xbox. No. Next thing I get would probably be a PC. That's what me and Mike Smith were talking about. And I was like, well, I was like, at this rate, and I was like, unless for whatever reason the next generation, like, has something really special about it, I was like, at this point I'll just, like, like, buy and build a PC because it's like... A new, I was like a Series X Xbox, and I was basically just a computer tower, anyways. Like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, bite the bullet and buy like a super nice one, and then I'll just be set for who knows how long. And you can still use a controller, so. Yep. I've had mine for. Yeah, long time. Long time. I've upgraded a little bit of parts here and there, but. Yeah, same graphics card the whole entire time, basically. Right. But yeah, so that's what I figured too. But I was like, I can do that and get a monitor and actually like do real like 4K gaming or like at least better than TV graphic gaming. Yeah. But games, I haven't been playing as much lately. I've been slightly busier. You've been playing shit. The nice, yeah, I know you haven't been doing nothing. The nice weather is making it harder to be inside playing games all day. Not when it's 90. Not when it's 90. You're right about that. But it's <laughs> I'm like, going to be in here with this. Yeah, just like we said, we we're <laughs> now pulling weeds and doing all that kind of shit, though. Stuff you got to do when you get older because no one else will do it. Getting old is just a bunch of chores. Yeah, pretty much. Fucking sucks. The kid the other day, I had to order a new charger cord for her uh, hoverboard. And I was like, well, it's $18. So I was like, either you got to give me $18 or I'm going to give you a few chores you have to do. She goes, I'll be right back. And came back with money. And I was like, all right, well, <laughs> I was like, I'll tell you what. I was like, your cord's going to, I was like, I ordered it. But I was like, it's not going to matter because it's going to take, you know, by the end of the week to get here anyways. Like, so why don't you keep your money and you're going to do the chores. And she goes, well, I really don't want to do the chores. Like, it was a big deal. I like, started getting upset. And I was like, look, man. I was like, I'll take your money. And, like, grandma, like her grandma's on the couch, too. She's like, he's trying to help you. Like, he's trying to be nice. And she's like, uh, but she goes, oh, well, no, just, like, you can just pay for it. And I was like, look, dude. I was like, I'll take your money. And I was like, the thing is, I'm still going to make you do these chores anyway. That's the problem. Like, that's the thing. It's like, these are your, your chores that I'm telling you you're going to have to do are the ones that usually I let you slide on, which is, like, you know, taking the garbage out or unloading the dishwasher. But I'm like... I'm not going to let you slide on I'm going to actually make you do them. And you're going to have to do that anyways. I'm probably going to make you do it anyway. So I'm going to like, so I'm like, keep your money because if, even if you pay me, I'm still going to have you do the chores. And so that was a whole debacle. I didn't want to come out for dinner. And then when she did come out, was like super pouty. And we're like, what's wrong? And I was like, she's like, oh, nothing. I was like, I was like, are you sure nothing's wrong? I was like, you're sure you're not like mad because you'd rather pay me instead of doing your chores. 
And she goes, yeah. And I was like, you need to learn the value of money then. I was like, that's the thing. I was like, you have no concept of it. So well, you need to save this $18 of yours for something you want really, really bad. Not just because you don't want to do chores. <laughs> and then grandma's like, that's what I tried to tell you. That's what I've been trying to say. It's like, Mike's not being mean to you. Because that's like what she took it in. It's like, I'm being strict and mean. Instead of just letting her slide on her stuff. Yeah, my kid's not pulling his own weight either. Yeah. He won't be for a while. weight's only 12 pounds. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> he does lift his head up now, but like when you're holding him like this, he does. he's like... <laughs> Still a little weeble wobbly. Yeah, like he'll be... Or sometimes he'll just be like... You're like, oh, what's up, little strong dude? And then he's just like... <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> That's awesome. Well, all right. You can fucking follow us on Twitter at Manchwary, Instagram Manchwary1. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure you'll hear from us slightly better than six weeks in between. I can't promise by how much. <laughs> no, it should be a little bit. Like I was just saying, most of summer I'll be wide open. Uh, besides, like, one week, I'm going to go down there for Sid's birthday and whatnot. But other than that, I'm unemployed. Yeah, Zach don't have a job. He just has a son now. I got nothing going on. Oh, yeah. Besides Pokemon cards and a baby. I like how you said Pokemon cards first. (laughs)